What is up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the next episode of the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. And today we have Miss Elizabeth yeah. joining us to talk about her experience. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. glad for, to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So we'll kick this thing off. So give us, give everyone out there the 90 second pitch. Who is Liz? What does she do? Okay. What is, what is she all about? What makes her tick? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm Liz. Uh, let's see, I would say I'm a Maryland born and raised, so I love living in this area. And I've got four kids, so I'd, I'd consider myself a mom, uh, a wife, and um, that's pretty much what entails most of my days. So just just doing that right now. The, my kids are pretty young, so we, they range from 6 to 14. Oh, so you're a taxi driver, a psychologist, a nurse, a coach. Yes, I'm challenged in many ways with them, all of the above. And a therapist. Exactly. Nice, 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 nice. So, uh, Liz, what motivated you to, because you've been with us for about a year. A while. Yeah, about a year, nice. right? So what, what would you say, what gave you that initial spark? What motivated you to start working out in the first place? Yeah. Um, I was always active as a child. I did volleyball, basketball. And so I, I enjoy being active. And then I would say it wasn't until I got to college that I kind of lost that structure of a team sport and then having kids too, right? Mm. That then I couldn't even find the time to do it. Um, I've dabbled around with different things and um, a few years ago, we had a health scare in our family that my husband was uh, maybe had a heart attack. It turned out not to be that. But I sat there being like, oh, my goodness, if I lost you, you know, what, <laughs> like, what would I do? Like, that, like, I need to do everything to make sure that I'm around. Also, I was waiting for him to also see the light and say, like, <laughs> I need to change my life so that I'm going to be around. Uh, but then I realized, you know, you can't change other people. You have to be the change that you want to see. And so that's when I started getting serious. And then people around me, too, I was noticing, um, were also getting on that fitness wagon. Um, Lynette, even, about that same time, oh. started her fitness journey. And I was like, well, if she can do it, for sure I that's can. Right. <laughs> uh, and then my another friend. So I joined... Um, at that time, I got into running with one of my friends. Uh, we did Girls on the Run, and I heard her fitness story, right? And that was inspiring as well. So I continued on with that. Now, what brought me to Progressive uh, is that, let's see, after COVID, I needed something that was more structured. Mm. So that's why I came to Progressive, because I like having uh, the structure of the, of the workouts. Okay. So like having a class to come to. Yeah, a class to come yeah. to that hits all of the things that I want to hit in my fitness. So that we have the warm-up, we have the weightlifting, and the cardio part that's not running. <laughs> yeah, cardio that's not running. Yeah. yeah, nice. So you were doing – so you were running before, right? You were, you were like doing girls on the run or you were – Yeah, uh, I was doing girls on the run and the I run. was running with my friend uh, in the morning – and I realized that's not really something that fits with me. Okay. I'm not a fan of running. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. There's a lot of people out there that would agree with you yeah. that aren't also aren't fans of running. Right. But it's good, though, that you have the awareness to realize, hey, maybe not only is this something that maybe isn't super sustainable for me, but also 
let me figure out how I can find a routine that is going to be well-rounded. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too. The more balanced you realize running is just one small piece of fitness. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, you know, over the course of your entire fitness journey, we'll call it, what sort of things would you say have worked for you the best? Whether it be fitness, nutrition, what's worked best for you? Okay. So what has worked for me is developing systems. So I find that if I have a routine, uh, then I won't have to rely on my own motivation or my own... Yeah, it would be motivation to go and work out. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to rely back on the like, oh, you know, I really want to be this really fit person. And I have to think about that all the time. It's more just in the small daily moment of like, okay, I'm getting ready for bed. I'm going to set out my clothes to work out for tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, it's I'm going to put my shoes on. And I'm not really going to take them off. Because if I take off my <laughs> shoes, then I lay down in the bed. Yeah. And then I don't get the... Um, the neat activities and the, yeah. the non-exercise thing, activity yeah. thermogenesis. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> For those who are listening that are familiar with those terms. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. systems is what worked for me. Setting the okay. time yeah. for the class. Saying, I, um, if you ask me what I'm doing between 9.30 and 10.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll say, I have a class. I don't say, oh, well. You know, I'm, I might work out. No, I have a class and I'll be there. Ah, That's big. I, I would, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, might strike a chord with some people because the way you're talking about it, like this is this is my appointment. This yeah. is my time. It's not some flexible like, uh, you know, if I can, you know, right. if, I can, if I'm free, then I'll – if something better comes workout, up, then right, yeah. I have to skip the workout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You talk about it. It's in your calendar and like – you are relatively inflexible with it because you make it, it's a priority for you. Yeah. I'm a big fan of what you said about the systems, like the tiny little things like setting the clothes out. I think everyone really underestimates the power of those tiny little routines, those little rituals that just, that gets you over that hump, right? The decision's been made. I'm going to work out. Now, how am I going to get that to work? Yeah. I'm going to set my if clothes If you're out. trying to rely on willpower. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. It's not going to work. You, you got to plan for your future self to not want to do it and then put the system in place to get over that hump. So I love, I love all that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the systems have worked for you. What sort of things have you tried in the past? And this can go along whatever time, timeline you want, like however, however far back, but what sort of things haven't worked for you that you've tried in the past? Well, yeah, we kind of mentioned it before. Uh, running has not worked for me. So doing something that was too hard for mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. Running worked because my friend was fit and she would talk the entire time. I couldn't hold a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a foot injury, which kind of mm-hmm. put me out mm-hmm. from doing that as well. So running just wasn't my thing. And, and when I started my fitness journey, like I said, it was kind of cardio heavy and I was doing the running because I was like, you know, this is how we get fit. Um, in the end, yeah, that kind of petered out because it wasn't working. But I like lifting weights are like lifting heavy as well and seeing muscle gains. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that motivates me in, in that sense or seeing maybe not the scale changing, but definitely my um, measurements changing. Mm. Measurements yeah. and clothes fitting and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what, uh, why running? Like if you could put yourself back in your shoes, you know, a few years ago or whatever, why, why were you drawn to running? 
Um, I think because it was like it didn't require a lot of equipment in my mind, and it's something I could do close to home. Okay. So I just go out in the neighborhood and run and also just seeing my friend like, well, she's fit. And that's how she said she did it. She said she started with walking and then she became mm-hmm. really into running. So I was like, okay, well, I'll follow that path too. Okay. Gotcha. So it was more of a convenience thing. For yeah, more you? of a convenience thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And was there any element of like, did you know how to work out? Like, were you, were you, was there any intimidations around like going to the gym and using the equipment? Did you already know how to work out or was it just purely? Um, I knew how to work out on machines because okay. uh, I'd been familiar with that through um, a local, a different local gym that I belong to. Okay. Uh, but lifting like with a barbell, not familiar with that. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Was that scary when you first tried it, when you first came mm. in here? Were you intimidated at all? I Was I intimidated? I don't know. I was looking forward to it. If, yeah. if you yeah. were, you didn't show it to me. Yeah, I I wanted to see like how how heavy I could lift, or mm-hmm. you know, and like how how that would challenge my body mm-hmm. in a different way than um, than say using a machine. So. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool, awesome. Cool. So on that note, <clears throat> we've talked about you know what's worked for you, what, what hasn't worked for you. How would you say your mindset has changed? over this this leg of your fitness journey okay yeah um so my mindset i feel like it's changed with starting off with really cardio heavy right that was kind of how i started Mm -hmm. so cardio heavy and also then on the nutrition aspect it was a kind of more of a restrict and binge type of cycle Mm -hmm. so i was like okay let's run let's you know make sure that we're staying really low with our calories and like no sugar which would then lead to like a binge of being like, forget it. Mm-hmm. I'm stressed out. I'm going to eat this. And not only am I going to eat this cookie, I'm going to eat the whole package yeah. because it's there. And um, that's all part of like a perfectionist mindset as, as well. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I screwed up. I'm just not good at this. I'm just not going to do it. And this is just me. And yeah. then that shame spiral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just keep going down and saying, Oh, woe is me, and I can't do this, and I'm not good at that. Mm. So that that was that was me in the beginning of my journey, and then moved on to from cardio heavy to strength and mobility. So um, making sure that we have these functional movements so that yeah. I can carry in all the groceries, yeah. or that I'm doing the laundry safely, mm-hmm. <laughs> carrying my children around. Um, then uh, to for the nutrition aspect, instead of the restrict and binge, I'd move on to like an 80% um, perfect. Well, not perfect. 80% eating well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever most the of the time. Most, most of the time. Uh, most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. A good enough. Yeah. 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 Right? I love that. Good enough is my favorite yeah. <laughs> term. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> and then that helped to relax the perfectionist mindset as well, mm. saying like, okay, Sure, you had you had some cookies. That's fine. Yeah, you know, the next meal or the next yeah day, you know, go for your eighty percent again. Like, get back on track instead of saying like, okay, well, I'll wait until the beginning of the month mm. or let's wait until Sunday. Yeah, and that's huge. So, I love that. So instead of waiting till oh, I'll start next month, but also 
not saying, oh man, I had cookies, so let me only eat salads tomorrow. Yeah. Right? You're uh, just getting back to the ba- the baseline, the 80-20 yeah. baseline. Right, because I know for me, if I restrict like that, then I'll binge. Even if right. I think about restricting like that, or if I, like, last year I joined a uh, New Year's accountability group, and but we were had these different challenges each week. And a lot of those challenges fed into that restriction mm-hmm. and thinking, and that was difficult for me that I was like listening to like other people talk about their restrictions mm, makes me think about, yeah. oh, maybe I should participate in that. But then knowing myself being like, no, if we do that, then we'll end up overeating um, mm. for our calorie mark. Mm-hmm. So you can feel yourself getting pulled into that. Yeah. It's very. Just hearing about it. Very tempting. Yeah, you're you know, not the and only person that has said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's the, I don't know. It seems like that's the easy way. That's just the way that I've done it for so long. That you trying to create those n- new neural pathways to say, yeah. no, this is the better way. This is the way that will get you the results that you want. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But do you feel more at peace with food now that you're not in this cycle of restrict binge, restrict binge? Oh, definitely. Yeah, more relaxed and enjoying it more. Yeah, more relaxed, and you know, I. I did take the nutrition course with you before too, which I picked up a lot of things from that as well. So, you know, if I'm not enjoying the food too, I find that I might overeat it, which is interesting. You would think, well, if you're not enjoying it, then why would you continue to eat it? Because if I'm not enjoying it, then I'm distracting myself from eating. I might get on my phone because I was like, yeah, this food's a little too spicy, but it's what I have right now. Mm. And then I just end up eating more of it versus if I sat down and I, you know, took a breath and I enjoyed the food or I made what I really wanted, then I could get those signals to my brain that said, that's enough. And yeah. stop. Oh my gosh. That is so, that is so profound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So many people are eating food they don't like because they're not paying attention to it. Yeah. And, the, and then they end up overeating and they didn't even like it. Like it's just, it's a lose-lose. Yeah. <laughs> so what sort of things when you guys were working on the nutrition, how did you make that transition from an actual dietary standpoint? Like, do you have any examples of, I guess, what you, things you were eating, food you didn't enjoy, and then how did you make that switch to, you know, an example of, you know, food that you did enjoy? Like, what did that, what did that look like? Was it, did it go from, you know, chicken breasts and brown rice to, you know, and and broccoli to, you know, something more flavorful? I guess, what did that, what did that food transition look like for you? Um, you know, I don't know if it was necessarily like a food transition for me um, through the nutrition counseling, just more of like each meal that I approach would be a, a thing that I would have to remember those principles. So I was just like the example I was using for yeah. something that happened to me just yesterday. I was eating this coleslaw that was just, I had added some guacamole to it. That just made it too spicy. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't have any other vegetables on hand that day. So I was like, well, I got to get vegetables in. <laughs> so I was eating that with some leftover shredded pork. And I was like, and it potentially was going to be a good meal. Like I was looking forward to it. But I started eating it. I was like, I don't really like this. So mm-hmm. then I got on my phone right, and started scrolling through Instagram. And then I finished the whole plate. And I was like, you know what? That was probably too much for me, actually. (laughs) Again, I was also really hungry when I started, Mm. which was another uh, technique is to just not be super hungry when you start to eat. (laughs) So 
few things gone wrong there. But what I really like is that you didn't feel guilty because of that experience. Like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I overate again. What's wrong with me? Well, and all that. It's just like you just noticed. Yes. And and it's like, oh, hmm, wasn't that interesting? Right. (laughs) And you just learned from it. I like that. Take the guilt out of the learning process. Yes. On that kind of on that note, what sort of recommendations would you have for people who are looking to like really get into their fitness journey? They're not, they're done with the fads. They're done with the crash diets, the fancy fitness influencer workouts. They're really trying, okay, like this is the, this is the last, I want to start for the last time. Right? Okay. Like I want to change my life, get in shape. What recommendations do you have for those types of people? Yeah. I mean, they've been listening this whole time. We've hit on a lot of the things. It's, mm. The creating the systems. Mm-hmm. So it would be setting out your shoes mm. and then driving to the gym. Like you don't have to go inside. Just mm. like if you drive to the gym, you're creating that habit of driving to the gym. Mm. And then walk into the gym and do something for five minutes. And then if that's all you can handle that day, then then go home. And eventually you're going to be able to add on to all that. You're going to put your shoes on. You're going to drive to the gym. You're going to stay for the whole class or, or whatever your workout routine is for that day. Mm-hmm. So you're creating those, those pathways. And then the more you do it, the bigger of a habit it becomes. And yeah, then it's just a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. You, that's another thing, too. You mm-hmm. can start by saying, I am a person who works out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That identity change is huge. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I need to get in shape. No, I'm a person that works out. Yeah. This is yeah. part of my my life. Yeah. And I guess, too, just to recognize that it is a part of your life. <laughs> like, it is something that you do have to do every day. Like, you have to feed yourself. You have to get moving in order to be the type of person that you want to be, mm-hmm. or at least for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I would like to continue to move and to be flexible and mobile into my later years i want to be and you can have that yeah you're on the path to doing that yeah and you don't have to it doesn't have to be some crazy i work out 90 minutes every day only eat the chicken and broccoli and you know you can it can be balanced in fact the best way to do it is to to do it in a balanced way which is it sounds like you're doing the results aren't going to be as extreme in that short time frame but it's going to be for the rest of your life oh yeah i mean if we're measuring results on like have i lost weight like do are my if we're basing the results on have i lost weight no (laughs) (laughs) right the traditional way of like measuring my success Mm. i would have thought oh well if i've done this for a year i should have lost all the weight that i wanted to lose but i have seen results in other ways, that I am able to have more energy throughout the day and to want to go outside with my kids and do things and to plan for active um, outings with everyone. So in that sense, yes, I have seen the results that I want. And also just moving throughout my day without with less pain. Yeah. That's definitely a, a result that I was saying. So your quality of That's life is improved. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Nice. nice I love nice, how nice. you said, I want to go out with my kids. Like, you've, yeah. you've got enough a little spark. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to go outside with my kids. It's a big deal. 
yeah. <laughs> so speaking of goals, like what what goal are you currently working on now? Are we talking fitness goals or just okay? Any of them. <laughs> All right. So for fitness goals, my goal would be I'm still recovering from some injuries, and so I would like to continue to strengthen my feet and my mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. so that. I can hit more fitness goals, like my deadlift is one that I'd like to yeah. to get that higher up. Cool, nice. Um, I don't know, lifetime goals. I have I have other things working on putting my family pictures into books. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. All so, right. last question: What are three things that elevate your life? Okay, three could, things could be anything that elevate my life. I say um, the one of the things that elevates my life is my relationship to God, my spirituality, uh, and my meditation on that. So I try to continue that practice every day of connecting spiritually with a higher being and um, working on my breathing. As well, and being uh, in the moment versus being in the past or future Mm -hmm. thinking. Love it. That's huge. Yeah. And I had a hard time thinking of other things, but I'd say that my children elevate my life. I find joy in them and seeing them succeed. And and then the third thing would be chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I enjoy chocolate every day. I love um, it. I love it. Elevates my life. Nice. Sweet. Faith, I would say chocolate, chocolate elevates yeah. life. Yes. yes. Higher quality of life. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, before we wrap it up, is there any any other final words you have for anybody out there? Anything you wanted to get on on tape? That doesn't <laughs> oh, have to you're be. putting me on the spot. <laughs> uh, anything that you you know that didn't come up that you wanted to mention. Um, no, that I think that's everything. That's awesome. You can you can change your minds. That's I guess that was the thing. Oh, I love like, that. I love that. Everything's figure outable, and you know, you can you can you do can it. Change it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I think a lot of people are going to resonate with what you said today. You've hit so many things a lot of people are struggling with right now, with the bench cycling and the idea that fitness is cardio only, and just a lot of things that can, people can really identify with. So we appreciate you guys co- you coming in and, and doing this. Hey, yeah. thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.